recently Jurgen Jurgen Klopp uh, Klopp, their coach at Liverpool, got a lot of praise because you know he he was deemed to be level-headed because he kept saying, "Well, look, I'm not an expert. You know, the main thing is we just follow the experts' advice. If it's cancelled, it's cancelled. If it's not, it's not. And I'll just do what they." And everybody said, "Wow, what a great guy! Isn't he a great guy?" And I, I actually disagree. I, I think it perpetuates the myth of you know football coaches being Neanderthals uh, in that. Basically, we have no or coaches in general. You know, just follow follow their advice from from their leaders, and and, and that's um, uh, that's not the case. And and, and look to, to this day, I'll be brutally honest. I've, I've always felt a little bit of a tinge of uh, what's the word? A tinge of regret in some ways that when um, when I was at Melbourne University, I remember being in Tin Alley, which is a road in the middle of Melbourne University and the, the little gym, which is still there, the windows there, I was doing weights, I was doing squats and power cleans. I actually remember the day. And the moratorium, the, the 1973 moratorium, um, yes, thousands of people walked past me, literally walked past me going into the city. And, and, and that was a massive impact on me because I, I didn't walk with them, I just kept doing power cleans and squats, you know, it's probably a bit of a Neanderthal myself. and. I think that, um, yeah, well, I don't think the reality was that, you know, at that age, um, I, I missed conscription, you know, I didn't go to Vietnam, I was, I, was, I was right in the barrel, and because of all the agitation around the world and the changes, and obviously history, um, you know, I was lucky I avoided uh, going to Vietnam, and that was right on the button. So I think, I think you know, it's a little bit like in, in, in sports science, we often talk about sports science and research, but that coaches can actually you know implement things before the research tells you so you you do have to make a call sometimes on 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 some situations so getting back to the afl and this is going to be a pretty short podcast today uh yeah look within 24 hours i think things could change but because of the you know 500 crowd that that basically said well we won't play in front of crowds, um, yeah, certainly the NRL. It was bizarre, like to see to see yeah, to see New South Wales having the highest stats, and then the concentration of NRL games with people sitting next to each other. Just it actually had zero logic because obviously the law for 500 people was coming into action on the Monday. That was almost like wow, let's just let's just do it one last time, you know. But um, it was a bit like kids, you know being naughty, oh well, you know, parents aren't here, let's be naughty, you know, oh they're here now, so I just didn't understand that, I just thought that was, um, given all the evidence that's around, and, and, and as I say, it's not January now, it's March, it's mid-March, so there's, there's plenty of evidence uh, that that just 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 cut, cut absolutely every non-essential to smithereens and, 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 and start being an example, but but obviously you know there, there's one last hope that uh, they can sort of do this that you know it's not as bad that the stats will stay lowish that they can play games behind closed doors and they can p- maintain their finances well look that's fine and, and if in two weeks time you know the stats stayed low that there, there could be a rationale for that right? but but at this stage it's just absolutely folly. I, I, I was um, pretty annoyed and 
you know, we, we talk about leadership and there's heaps of leadership companies. Well, they, they should step up too. These leadership companies are sort of always go on about how good they are. And well, you know, they, ne- they never talk about their failures in clubs. They only pump up teams that have won premierships. You know, you never hear about a leadership company being with a club and the club didn't go, well, we did, didn't we, with the camp. But there just wasn't really a leadership company. Um, well, they should, they should sort of say, well, look, you know, um, show some leadership players. You know, you're, you're, you've got an AFL Players Union. You, you've got some clout. Um, you're, you're a role model to the public. They always say that. Well, well don't play. It's just, it's just time to take action. It's, it's pretty easy for me because I've been not doing a lot, sitting in quarantine and observing it all, reading it all, and, and, and taking a fairly uh, objective view of it all. And, uh, yeah, Jurgen Klopp, I'm afraid that... Um, you do have to make some some calls socially sometimes, and not just be, uh, not just do what your bosses tell you. And, and you know they they could tell you to play nude with infected people on the ground. So it's just stupid. And and I think you know, getting back to the the financial side, I think the responsibility of everybody, all the stakeholders involved in this, so the broadcasters, the the Australian Football League, the NRL, uh, everybody's in it together and I think contracts should be ripped up and uh, you know, the, the, the should, 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 should allow this to occur from a risk mitigation perspective and, and obviously um, just, just purely logic. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully this podcast is irrelevant and by Sunday night the AFL has reconsidered their uh, decision.